everybody and happy Sunday. I want to welcome you all to today's episode of Transcending Reality. My name is Alexandra and I am intuitive with the ability to channel and I am so honored and grateful to be able to share my gift and today's message with all of you lovely listeners. And without any further ado, let's get right into today's episode of Transcending Reality. Hi guys, so I just wanted to jump on and give a brief explanation of today's episode. So I had actually originally intended on speaking about sacred sexuality, trauma bonding, holy sanctity and union, the law of one and ultimate ascension, in the ultimate union and as it pertains to the current cycle on earth which is ultimately the concept that rather than having two components coming together in unity to form completeness the current cycle is really about being complete and of yourself completing the circle your soul cycle And until you are able to do so, you will not find that ultimate ascension partner because the match is just not polarized and you're not going to magnetize that until you've ultimately completed your own cycle, which may or may not happen in this lifetime. And that's entirely okay. We're all in completely different parts and stages of our cyclic journeys And that being said, we're in different cycles of the ultimate wave of our cyclic journeys because, you know, it's not just a singular cycle. There's (laughs) reoccurring cycles. And um, that aside, I can absolutely still do an episode on that. And I actually do intend to. In the process of starting that, I started to channel a really important message that I think is needed and will be of a lot of value to certain um, individuals who have maybe been grappling with this topic and don't really understand the importance or a deeper meaning in their earthly struggles. Um, I think that's something that a lot of us are grappling with and that's entirely understandable to give a precursor to today's channeled message. The episode is essentially on deep-rooted intergalactic battles, and they are happening concurrently within our timeline on the earthly plane. Time is not a linear matter. It's happening multidimensionally, laterally, And so, these intergalactic battles and struggles are very, very, very deep-rooted. They come into play as soon as creation comes into play, which doesn't have any time stamps or beginning or end, because remember that everything is cyclic. And in saying so, these struggles go throughout dimensions, throughout timelines within different dimensions, throughout spheres, throughout galaxies, 
throughout the universe and therefore trickle down into a soul level and an incarnate level and ultimately into our incarnation on earth. And we have to remember that in our incarnation on earth, it's a condensified version and a very densified, materialized exemplification of the concurrent happening of all timelines, spheres, and dimensions that pertain to our soul cycle. That, on a large scale, is very heavy. The majority of us do not have the understanding, wisdom, and knowledge of these intergalactic struggles. Because we have not all been individually subject to that on an incarnate personal level. And that being said, it is very much a personal matter. Because regardless of whether we were subject and experienced it at an incarnate level, it is part of the history of our incarnate spheres and densities and galaxies and timelines and cycles. So regardless of whether or not we have personal experience within these intergalactic wars and battles and struggles, it still pertains to our soul cycle and to our spirit and to ultimately ascending into a state of ultimate love, light, and purity through the high heart, through the harmonic high heart. And that is something that we need to really focus on bringing into our being, bringing in that state of love because on a cliche level, we've all heard the saying, love conquers all. But it's very true. To come into that state of the high heart is to essentially shift timelines and heal these intergalactic battles and struggles on an individual scale and on a large scale. Because each individual spirit and soul is part of the cosmic consciousness and each time we clear a little bit of that within ourselves and each spirit ascends through the pillars of Christ. That's one component of the cosmic consciousness that's been cleared. And when we clear that, we're actually transmuting shadow into the light. It's ceasing to exist in the cosmos, in the universe. And so, in order to understand this, on an incarnate level, in our materialized density on planet in this current cycle. We need to experience the exemplification of that through simplistic, easily digestible struggles and shadow work. And the exemplification of that comes into play through very straightforward earthly experiences and traumas. And I know that in a personal sense, to our ego, it's very painful and detrimental and difficult to process, especially for those of us who have been through very difficult and hard-hitting struggles and attacks. So I just want to offer my love and light and support and extend that to anybody who's in need, because we all are in different stages and different ways. In saying this, 
it's truly something to be grateful for. Because when we densify and we can experience these physical traumas and emotional and mental traumas that trigger us and provide healing opportunity, it's something that we can work through at a human level. And when we work through things at a human level, it really extends above and beyond our physical vessel and resonates all throughout the cosmos within all of our incarnate cycles and densities. I hope that explanation helps. If anyone has any questions, then please feel free to leave them in the comments section or follow me on Instagram and message me there. Um, my Instagram is at Alexandra Ascending. I'm happy to have any one-on-one -on -one conversations, answer any questions, get the dialogue going. I would absolutely love that. So please do if you feel called. I will now just jump right on into my channel message. So love you all and sending so much positive love, light, and energy. It's actually rather simple and in contrast to these really vast overarching broad intergalactic wars essentially that have gone on that we i think as you know light workers and humans um you know our consciousness embodied in this vessel that we've been gifted they don't necessarily give much heed to these extremely broad deeply deeply um, embedded wounds that we can hold in our consciousness that transcends all time and space and is held interdimensionally and throughout the cosmos. And a lot of the time, even though the broadened struggle is not necessarily easily accessible to the vast majority of humanity, and I think even within the light worker community, um, you know, we only experience and are able to open ourselves and open our consciousness to what we are able to handle. And the deeper that we delve, the more we receive, the more we are open and we can interact and have these exchanges that are very, very valuable. And we are able to read the Akashic records and start to inherit this information that we have we have access to within our consciousness. But even so, the vast majority of us, I don't think, have the very detailed and implicit understanding. And so, as humans, we have been densified. We have incarnated here during a very, very dense time on planet, a time when you know, we are essentially as dense as we can be. And that's why a lot of us light workers have gravitated towards plant-based diets. And there's, you know, people who are heavily involved in the breatharian movement where they just consume liquids and do a lot of breath work. And, you know, even plant-based, it's just higher vibrational, lighter. And if you think of it in terms of the energy that it provides and receives, it is direct from light, living, breathing, an energetic exchange. And we can utilize and um, specifically and intuitively integrate these um, 
practices and methodologies into our lifestyle and into our being in our vessel to optimize our connection and allow ourselves to expand and be as open as possible to all of the different nuanced information that the cosmos has ready available to us that we just need to be able to tap into and unlock at the appropriate time when it is of value to us and of service and we can extend that to others to enliven them and uplift and raise the vibration. Like I said, I go off on these little tangents, but returning to kind of the original topic that we have been subject to tremendous wounding and tremendous pain that we don't have direct access to. And so, even though it may seem incredibly complex and, you know, inconceivably painful in this human vessel and incarnate life and cycle, it's actually very simplistic in contrast. And so we've been given emotions, you know, a nervous system, um, cognitive function and reasoning and processing analyzation to be able to feel and examine and study these pains that are represented through human interaction experiences that are essentially just the undertone to an overarching idea just think about that for a moment the pains that we hold as our primary dominating factor to our state of being in the current moment are merely undertones to a very broad and complex interwoven cosmic interdimensional trauma wound something that is extremely inherent to all interdimensional beings throughout all consciousness and certain spheres are very healed they're very light they're very ascended they've been able to integrate the light at a very potent level think the pleiades think the venusian sphere think even the martian sphere they're all very similar, but yet extremely complex and different and have their own unique nuances. But they're all at a much higher vibrational level than Earth at this moment. And so each time we are presented with a trauma, a pain, a trigger in our physical vessel that just gnaws away at our ego, we have an opportunity to delve deeper into that and allow ourselves grateful, grateful for this human experience, grateful for the densified exemplification of something that we don't yet have or haven't tapped into the ability to understand in its true essence. And we can examine through our human gifts in conjunction and polarity and duality to our consciousness 
they, they work with each other. And a lot of light work is focused on extinguishing the ego, extinguishing the ego and, you know, eradicating it. And that's wrong because while nothing is inherently right or wrong, there is a purpose and reason to why we've incarnated into a vessel with an ego. It anchors us here. And to be anchored is to be fulfilling a purpose. To have a purpose on this earth. To be doing light work. To be working through incarnation cycles and clearing karmic debts. Taking on new karmic debts. Having experiences that align to an elevated state of consciousness. And it all depends on the state of your cosmic cycle that you're in. But... What we can take away is that each time we're able to feel triggered and clear a trauma, clear wounding, and transmute it into the light, that piece, even if it's just a mere snippet of our deep-rooted cosmic trauma, is being put into a state of extinction and when we think of extinction we think of the dinosaurs they were extinct endangered species that could become extinct and so we have this negative view towards the term extinction um, as humans and extinction is merely transmutation into the light it's something that has been part of cosmic wounding that has been exemplified and densified in in the earthly realm in the sphere and has been healed and shadow work is simply extinguishing extinguishing the shadow and transmuting it into the light so that each time we do this we ascend we lift in vibration we clear a little bit of karmic debt we allow this higher state of being and energy to envelop us in godly light and each time this happens we are able to interact more closely with the cosmos and our consciousness and the divine light force that runs through us and interconnects us. And in doing so, we're able to heal ourselves and other humans. Because we are all interconnected. What we feel one, we feel all. And what all feels, we feel individually. That's why it's so powerful when there are catastrophes, huge successes and joys at a mass level because that integrates into the cosmic consciousness, the collective consciousness, and it plays. You know, it holds, it holds a space that interacts and there's an exchange going on and through these exchanges we're able to tap into 
information that may be from an entirely different cycle, dimension, portion of the cosmos. But we can't forget that just because something is vastly different to the point that we have no recognition or attached function to to that notion it still holds value and so in that value we can learn to to look within and in doing so we're essentially saying to ourselves where are my traumas and wounds that I can attribute to this lifetime that can allow me to heal and ascend? Where can I clear my, my vessel? Where is there opportunity to allow the density to be lifted and transmuted into the light? And in lifting our vessel, we are able to elevate our consciousness and have this deeper and more co-creative exchange between our consciousness and our ego because our ego is still invaluable in the role that it serves in our existence in the earthly sphere our ego is what gives us the attachment and anchor into the vessel and it is what plays with the consciousness and yes it can absolutely override the consciousness it can shut down the inklings that we receive and be a detriment if we allow it to be but the ego is not inherently something to be afraid of to be negative towards or hold trepidation towards it's something that we should be inherently appreciative of because you know other states of being in other spheres not have this this ego things are more enmeshed so it's less of a back and forth and more of an integrative experience they've integrated the light into the vessel and the more that we do this as humans, the more we are able to ascend and the more that we are able to function as a light being in purity and to have reached an ultimate state of ascension is, you know, essentially the idea and ability to, to, to astral jump, to have the ability to choose at will where you densify, where you embody, where you exist in the most physical, dense state of being as a multidimensional consciousness. We're never just in one space because time is not linear. Time is happening laterally and multidimensionally. And people have this really strong sense of idea in time. Time has been pushed on us for as long as time's existed, that it's very linear. So we have time markers, which of course 
hold value as part of the human experience, but we can allow that to assist us, provide structure and framework so that we can do the light work and actually ground it because that's a very important part of this process is grounding. Were you to stay all up in the upper chakras, in the headspace, in the upper astral, in the upper dimensional space, and kind of stay all in the heart space, in the, the, the mind, in the solar plexus, in the crown chakra, and even the throat chakra has the ability to ground because we're speaking it into existence. It's, it's our thoughts actuated into words. And in doing so, we've materialized it. But, you know, we really need to be cognizant of how we function best as individual individuals because we each have an inherently unique and very valuable and intrinsic utilitarian process to the light work that we provide that is a vital part of the collective consciousness and the role that it plays in lifting humanity out of this dark cycle. So before we go putting labels on something as inherently bad or inherently good, we need to think about the context, the function, the elevation, and our unique cosmic placement in consciousness and how we function best. For some people, they may spend days, weeks, you know, at a time in this really elevated state of consciousness where they're very floaty. You might not even feel attached. You might be highly inclined towards extremely high vibrational state of living that involves very little, minimal to no consumption at times and you are really able to elevate your vessel into a very high state of being where your consciousness and your ego are almost attached in that period and you're able to really integrate and receive tremendous volume of channeled intuitive guidance and light coding and downloads and then you come back into the body and you have a very anchoring and grounding period. And for some people, that works and that's how they function. And for others, you know, they can get lost and they can get sucked up into the lower state of being that is meant to be grounding and anchoring and get consumed by almost shadow. And when they're in the upper state of being, in the elevated state, receiving tremendous, you know, intuitive downloads and wisdom, it's integrating, it's integrating into their, into their um, knowledge base, into the ego, into the vessel. It's, you know, fusing that, melding that state. It's melding that state and discrepancy between the ego and the consciousness and integrating the two for that that period of information that's being assimilated 
And as that happens and you come back down, it's just too jarring. The polarity and contrast between being in this very high vibrational state and then essentially feeling like you're slamming back into your body with all of this, you know, profound information that you hadn't tapped into prior can be very alarming, especially when you see the contrast between this high vibrational energetic state of being, the light codes you've received, and then uh, the densified state of being that's on earth and how the exemplified um, process that happens in the matrix and has been normalized and societalized is, you know, a very, very far off from, from what we're meant to be ascending into and how it at times almost seems miserable doing light work, especially when you don't have a community of spirituality to turn to and so I just want to leave everybody on the note I am just so excited to start sharing and getting this conversation going and co-creating a really beautiful space to cohabitate harmony is harmony a word we're gonna make it a word our unique purpose is intrinsic to our state of being in the vessel and in the ego, and that the ability to assimilate the ego and consciousness and essentially allow the two states to exist in polarity, allow their contrast to really be exemplified and their unique value to shine individually to their fullest potential, and then be able to bring them together in dual duality. Duality and polarity are two opposite and codependent concepts that we view as separate and succinct. But in a deeper level, one cannot exist without the other. Remove one and deconceptualize it from materiality, the other would not exist. They only exist by contrast and interdependency. So, look within and see where the ego needs healing, needs elevating, needs recognition, needs appreciation. And see how the consciousness can abet and enrich and enlighten that process and see where the consciousness might take you from your body at times and you need to remain grounded see where there's moments where you may be choosing to use your consciousness as a retreat or reprieve from the physical world Allow your ego to take that elevated knowledge. Take the blessed wisdom that you're being granted by the cosmos and integrate it. Integrate it into your vessel. Embody the information so that you can heal and help and teach. And allow the two to co-harmonate. 
allow the polarity to intermesh and allow the duality to really shine and you will feel so enriched and free and like you're radiating because when you're able to do that you're able to really bring the state of god into your being i don't mean that in a a sense of being singularly important by nature but rather in the sense of being able to light a path that can represent the godly essence that we all hold and be a space of light and love for those who are in need of seeing the godly essence within their own being. So, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you all enjoy a beautiful day wherever you are in the world, whether it's raining or you're enjoying a beautiful sunny day. I hope that everyone is feeling their best for whatever state of being that they're in now. I hope that you are able to see the beauty in yourself. And if anyone has a free moment, I would love to hear any feedback or insight. I would absolutely love to hear what everyone thinks. And until next time, I will chat with you all again. Thank you so much for listening.